everyone, I hope you're well. And I'm just so delighted that there are so many people joining in and listening. It makes me feel so much less alone. So thank you for that. I am thinking I'm gonna call this episode The Pink Cloud. Um, And if you are not familiar with recovery work or if you're not someone who has firsthand experience of addiction, You might not know what the pink cloud is, and a pink cloud sounds really lovely, doesn't it? Um, But a pink cloud is usually a term that's used to describe the rose-colored glasses that come out of recovery, at least in the initial months before there's really been a chance to work through all the feelings and all the challenges of life um, without you know, using old patterns. In my case, it would be codependent thinking or for my husband who's an alcoholic, it would be drinking. And it's on my mind because my husband is out of medical detox and it's definitely um, a reminder of how far we are on this journey. But I'm also thinking about the pink cloud because we're here in August. I can't believe it's August. And the pink cloud seems to be fading, the pink cloud of summer that I just generally um, love so much. I'm such a summer baby. My birthday is on the summer solstice, (laughs) so I've always identified with this season. And I love it. And I love it too because it's a part of my academic work year. The rhythm of work slows down in summer for me and it gets very introverted and I do the parts of my job that I can't do usually when I'm um, in one of the the more demanding academic semesters. So I'm doing the research and the writing and it's very much um, something I can direct myself. Um, There's not too many other people who are deciding. So it's the most entrepreneurial part of my job and I love it. And that's fading now. (laughs) One of my friends describes August when you're a teacher as like one big long Sunday night. And I'm thinking about that and the pink cloud of summer and what, you know, especially this summer, which has been so hard uh, for us and how the fall is really feeling extra challenging this year. And so I find myself drawn to, I have these two relationships to that phrase. On the one hand in this week, I'm so wary of being too hopeful, of putting too much pressure on early sobriety. And really trying to give you know my husband a wide berth so that he is doing exactly what he needs to do in order to maintain sobriety after doing the hard work of detox and recognizing how far and how challenging that path is um, with respect and distance and then the second piece is very much drawn to all things pink and cloudy and fluffy and delightful I got pink ice cream at the local shop. I was trying to recreate a feeling of summer. We were not really traveling at all, so I thought, okay, well, let's try and, you know, be visitors in our hometown. So we did not go to our freezer, as my son pointed out, because he did not want to walk outside in the heat. But instead, we went to uh, the, you know, one that was about a mile and a half away from us, and it's a lot closer to um, the tourist part of my town and I am lucky that my my town is actually a tourist destination I live in Alexandria and there's a portion of Alexandria old town Alexandria that's very charming on the river has colonial houses has a really deep and troubled history um, like all colonial towns 
Um, and I've been trying to expose that to my children as well. So we were taking a walk with our ice cream and we were reading the plaques and we were talking a bit about all the things that um, being a tourist in your town can tell you. So, but my, my ice cream was pink and um, I find myself drawn to, you know, Pinterest boards filled with that amazing yarn that I can't afford from Knit Collage, which is, I think it's literally called Spun Cloud um, as a title. You know, the bigger, the floofier, the fuzzier, and really, honestly, the pinker. I'm just drawn to those pastel colors. And I, I don't think they're disconnected, um, that I am drawn to making things in a tangible form uh, to remind myself that, you know, a whole wardrobe of Pink Cloud is no wardrobe <laughs> that's practical that you need a little bit of hope I think that's what that phrase is hooking into for me um, hope and ability to have a light touch and to see the joy that's latent impossibility even as I transition into this harder season where I need much more practicality both in terms of where my family is in terms of its recovery and then also in terms of my season of work as I look forward to a very challenging fall as a teacher. What my students are going to need, what I'm going to need as we all balance the election that's looming, the social unrest that's in the air, and the pandemic. So um, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm trying to think through that and to really stay grounded and making sure that for me, that I don't just escape into a pink cloud but that I'm also doing the grounding practices for me, which is making sure I go to my Al-Anon meeting that's online, making sure that I'm checking in and, and participating here because it's so important for me to share in this way. And then also that I'm, you know, practical about my making, and that I'm, but I'm also allowing myself to pursue a bit of joy. So with my making, I am in a um, sewing frenzy is the only way I can describe it. And I think some of that is the panic um, about it being August now 2nd um, is when I'm speaking to you. And I should probably drop in here um, because I'm talking about addiction and recovery that I am not a formal representative of any 12-step program, and I'm just here sharing my own personal experience, and that, of course, as always, you should take what you like and leave the rest at the door. <laughs> and Lord knows I often leave my own ramblings <laughs> at the door as well. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, my sewing is frenzied, and I think it's the panic of the seasonal change. I, it's early, but for, for the kind of teaching that I do, it starts a little bit earlier, um, in the end of August. And so right now I'm trying to finish projects. I've cut things out. I have, um, so I finished my... Um, lander pants last week. I told you how happy I was with them. I finished a Charlie Caftown in this gorgeous double gauze and I spent so much time. I did a Hong Kong finish inside so the guts of the dress are so pretty. Oh, it's this navy blue double gauze Charlie Caftan with this neon green gingham binding. So pretty. And I'm really quite pleased with it as it came out, except for the fact that um, it has those sort of grown-on sleeves, and they drop pretty low. And so it's like you can totally see inside, like pretty much like past, you know, pretty pretty deeply. You get a, a nice side view, <laughs> more than I want to share. So besides using it as like the fanciest swim comfort up 
that I've ever owned, which I don't want to do because that's not that practical. I think I'm trying to figure out how to handle that. And I, you know, I tried to narrow the sleeves, but it kind of changed the look a bit. And then part of this is just, you know, double gauze just grows. It's like one of these, what makes it so lovely to wear is also makes it kind of challenging for me to sew. And I don't want to, I like the way those sleeves hang right now. So I'm trying to figure out how to modify that. So I've just put that to the side and I'll think a bit more about it, but I'm, I'm pretty pleased otherwise with the result. And I've cut out um, a Lou box dress number one in this remnant of rose fabric that I bought. So some of this is like wanting to, um, I think I feel a little bit guilty about all the online fabric buying I've done recently. There's been so many sales and I just have, I don't know, my I've been trying so hard to be good about this and I, I've had some setbacks with that so I want it to be useful so I've immediately cut it into the project that I hope to sew. So I have that. I have also got, um, I'm working on a muslin for the Elizabeth Suzanne Clyde pants um, so I'm hoping to, to sew through that. And I'm trying to enjoy the process and I'm trying to really go at it um, one day at a time, one seam at a time, not try and blow through a project in a day, but also stay focused outline um, a set of tasks, a thing, a set of goals that I want to accomplish before things change suddenly and we're back to schooling from home and I'm back from teaching at home and feeling very much like I don't have as much luxury of time. And of course a lot of this has to do as well with navigating where we're at this week in terms of recovery. And it's really hard. You know, I, I, I have all my codependency in place, especially as I watch somebody I really care about do this hard work of addiction recovery and not wanting to put pressure on that, not wanting to try and micromanage it, not trying to send a list of all the Zoom AA meetings I can find and not necessarily either allowing, you know, some of the old aspects of addiction that are still in place, even if there's not drinking, including lying, including, you know, being not reliable. So trying to be supportive while also maintaining my boundaries as our situation changes is so challenging and that is indeed what is challenging about addiction for me. I feel like the controlling parts of my you know, my pre-recovery um, disease of codependency is that I would almost prefer it to be negative and known. And how horrible is that for somebody who, you know, claims to love their partner, but to prefer stability over all else. And so I'm trying to let go of that. I'm trying to embrace the season that I'm in. I'm trying to embrace the good parts, the fuzzy, I'm going to call them the fuzzy alpaca pink cloud parts of the pink cloud. And then also recognize that, you know, you need a little bit of stability. My floofy double gauze caftan is wonderful, but it's you know, letting me literally swing out there in the wind exposed. So I've got to solve that problem realistically. I've got to face it and I've got to figure it out. Um, whether it's a navy blue double gauze cloud or maybe it's a, I'm a pink cloud of alpaca yarn that I have sitting there waiting for a sweater um, that I'm not sure it's a little too hard for me right now to take on a lacy sweater project. So I'm thinking maybe I need a knitting project on my needles. I can feel it. I um, feel ungrounded but I need it to be an easy knitting project on the needles because I know that I don't have the bandwidth right now for a complicated lace project. <laughs> I need comfort. I need the comfort of the pink cloud, at least in yarn form. 
I hope you're well. I hope you have really beautiful materials um, to work with. I hope that you're, you're safe and that you are finding some joy in this last month of summer, what feels like the real last month of summer, whether it's your pink, beautiful flowers in your garden, whether it's some really pink, <laughs> floofy fabric, or some wonderful yarn uh, to, to work with. Oh, P.S., I have an update. The um, careless cardigan, you know, I just put it to the side. And I shortened one of the sleeves, just unraveled, literally just unraveled. And it looks so much better. And I don't think I'm going to add the peplin. And I think I'm just going to let it be. Um, and so we'll see if it gets wear this fall. Um, it might get reworked into something else. But sometimes you've just got to set things aside and give them space. Good lesson there all around. Take care, friends. Bye. Bye.